This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Will Esterhose. Will is a sales funnel expert and runs his own agency, Consult Funnels, that helps online marketers get from five to eight figures using sales funnels. Thank you for joining me today. Awesome. Hey man. Awesome. Thanks for having me on your show. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, getting into sales funnels, uh, my world that I basically live in and uh, breathe every single day so yeah <laughs> my pleasure so how did you get to where you are now kind of where did you start have you always been in the space and how did you get to the 2020 you awesome man no uh, i actually started off as um electrical engineer by by trade uh way back when uh, well as everybody does they start off on a journey and most likely the normal pattern is you follow whatever your parents were doing or or your parents usually say, you go go study that or do this or that. So uh, I did that path. I went and I studied for uh, as an engineer, got that full trade, and I just started working uh, in a very small company, we were like a small, small startup company. And we built and designed like small, uh, small turbine, wind turbine. And a uh, very fulfilling job, very nice, all good and well, but I uh, always had a nagging, nagging feeling myself. Is this really what I want to do? And the more I think I started working in my, the job that I was, I more and more realized that, my, yeah, I love it, the whole idea of it and it's very green and everything. But it just always came back to me like I'm an entrepreneur inside of me because uh, way back when as a kid, I used to sell um, like candy at school um, and to local people, I would sell all different things. I just really enjoyed it. I never just really fulfilled that, that journey. And uh, just, yeah, I said, follow the path of... Uh, these resistance most likely with fans and just started doing that. And that thing transgressed when one day I was, uh, as most people I think do sometimes, uh, mess around on Facebook if you're not uh, very proactive at, at, your, at your work at the moment. And uh, yeah, I found this listing, well, sorry, this post by one of my friends and he was doing um, Amazon uh, e-commerce. So he was doing uh, private labeling. And uh, that basically started this whole thing for me. Um, from there, I started, well, I did it part-time. I started building an e-commerce business. Uh, grew it about five, six figures, that one, um, which then naturally progressed into online marketing. When I started doing work for a company, uh, which is one of my biggest clients, biggest clients at the moment, I started work, uh, doing work for them part-time. Went to do a full-time job. And one of the things I did there was, in the beginning, was just customer service, a lot of different things. So everything to deal with online business and putting up systems in place for a business, for like online business for customer support, freight support, all those kind of things for the e-commerce business that we were running. And then uh, one day, one of the founders said to me, listen, um, they use a software to sell the courses that they use and it's ClickFunnels, um, it, which is a sales funnel builder uh, for the guys who don't know out there. And uh, yeah, I, with my engineering background, maybe helping me out there, uh, because I did a lot of design work and everything, um, I naturally progressed into sales funnels and started running that for them. And uh, that then snowballed into getting more clients and working for references. And 
basically that's how the agency got started and uh, we've got a handful of clients we work with them we don't do a lot of clients a lot of people might say yeah i need 100 200 we don't do that those kind of clients we do very uh, intimate uh, size clients or numbers of clients but we really work on with one-on-one basically on system and uh, they usually buy anywhere up, up with from 50k and up uh, they do a monthly sales so uh, yeah that's a quick overview man <laughs> maybe from uh, while well, i got started from way back when and with the way i'm now nice and and are the clients located predominantly in a specific geographic location or the global how are the kind of uh, you know that that pretty local? global uh luckily this online space uh you don't have to basically be sitting in an office somewhere next to the well, where your client is or be in the same country um, uh, to be honest, I come from South Africa, uh, I'm here in Cape Town, so uh, I have no South African clients because it's usually like an interesting space to speak to somebody. Uh, most of my friends usually ask me like multiple times what I'm doing, but most don't know. There is a fair bit, fair bit of um, movement here with digital space, but it's not close to where America and Europe and UK, those kind of Australia, New Zealand, those kind of the bigger sized countries. So that's predominantly where my clients are based, uh, mostly US, um, quite a few in Europe. Um, just because the time is very nice for me at the moment, but also US clients, I've got a handful of them also. So it's very widespread and as I said, it's allowed me to kind of uh, to work with more international people. So it's actually, English is actually my second language. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, quite funny that, but uh, yeah. Nice. And, and are the clients kind of built out in different categories or do you tend to focus on a specific kind of a, a type of company? Yeah, so we well we focus mostly on online marketers, specifically on online marketers, but with the niche being uh, online course creators. So anybody who has a course, a digital course they're selling and promoting through sales funnels, be it from well, it's very different. The niche specific, not really, in the sense of being we've got clients on Amazon, we've got clients doing project management, we've got uh, personal trainers. Um, wow, we've uh, I just kind of have to quickly think about it. we've got a. We've got a wide range of people. It's no specific thing because usually the pattern is very similar, especially when it comes to digital courses. What you're trying to sell and what you're trying to do is very similar pattern. It's a follow, it's kind of like a roadmap. There is some customization of certain clients and stuff that we work with uh, to kind of fit with what they're doing, but it's mostly the same same model kind of thing. So we usually use a few fixed funnels that we use, and we bring in now and again we bring a few, a few new funnels to test out the market because each niche basically has their own different reaction to a funnel in any case so uh yeah yeah very very yeah. wide broad broad funnels we can you know, basically niches we can kind of focus on nice so what motivates you to succeed what motivates me to succeed <laughs> well it's it's very personal more i think than it's family for me it's a big thing uh i've got maybe this chip on my shoulder that uh, i want to be the one in the family that, uh, that kind of uh, almost makes it. I've, I've got a lot of successful uh, family and everything, but it's always just nice. Kind of, for me, it's a big thing. It's my, it's my family, it's my driving force. Uh, to kind of always go back to that core thing of what is the big motivation for us? Because as an entrepreneur, I know a lot of times you ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I even starting this whole thing? And you get those days where you get massive tips. And yeah, I think everybody gets them. And somebody says they don't get them. I think <laughs> they're not doing the right thing in any case. If we don't get those dips or those days where you kind of have to go back on why you're doing this and why you said why you want to succeed, um, then maybe your, your goal or what your reasons are be enough. And that's why I said my because my family and looking after my family and everybody around me uh, in that space. Um, at the same time, also 
I am an entrepreneur and you live for the success. You live for those, those, those wins. Whenever we see a client getting, man, if it's, even if it's a small funnel, uh, if they get $1,000 sales or they get 2,000, 3,000, some of them are doing 5,000, 1,000. Any small win for me, that gives you that boost and it's like, yeah, I'm in the right space and I'm loving what I'm doing. Um, yeah, you're going to get your crappy days where stuff is not going to go wrong. What's going to go wrong? Your funnels are going to break. The client's going to get me on your case. Stuff like that happens. But uh, that's again when I go back to my original success, well, my original idea of why am I doing this and why do I want to succeed and get to where I want to be and set my goals myself. Yeah, and I think it's important, like you mentioned too, one uh, uh, personal uh, you know, motivator and then one a professional. So obviously family or your inner circle plays a big part. And then whatever you do, you have to love what you're doing. And it's always gratifying when you have a, you know, a services based business or you're helping other businesses to succeed. And when they do succeed, then in turn, you succeed with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like uh, you feed off the success. And that's most likely when you see a lot of the funnels that we have are of our own services. It's usually not that, that great, but it's got the claim plain fact of we're so focused on our clients and getting them success because that's where, where the importance lies. Because, uh, yeah, that's at the end of the day, if you can see that impact that you're doing and helping them make, because a lot of these guys have massive reaches out there and you can see the stories coming through and the results they're getting. And it's just, yeah, it's amazing. It's cool. It's cool to be in this kind of world. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, again, it's, it's ups and downs, but overall, I think it's more up than down. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a cool space and the 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 also kind of, uh, I guess, uh, what is it, a uh, golden lining or whatever the saying yeah. is, you can work from anywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. All you need is yeah. an internet connection, which is awesome. Yep. Yeah, we actually, my wife and I, well, we both work from, work from home, actually, and uh, um, we traveled to, like for Thailand, we traveled for two months there. We just said, listen, let's go to Thailand, let's travel there. Uh, funny enough, the internet was actually brilliant there, so a lot of people might have think, oh, Thailand, internet? actually pretty damn good there uh we found a lot of awesome spots traveled there we've uh, lived in ireland for a year we just went there uh client there also it was great you can kind of contact you know, um, a lot of contact with them they built a very solid relationship with them while we were there but at the same time it just allowed us to travel we've done a fair bit of travel in any case but uh unfortunately like i said african passport is not that easy to travel but mostly yeah it's allowed us to do a lot of stuff and travel and just get a bit of freedom where normally if I had my nine to five or eight to five as we have in South Africa, um, then yeah, I would have been stuck by my desk, have to live for a weekend, get through a weekend, try and figure out what I'm gonna do to relax today, that kind of thing. Where, yeah, there is challenges working from home, uh, as you said, and working remotely, there is challenges always. Um, we love to go to coffee shops now again, get out of the house. I recently had actually, <laughs> funny enough, it's uh, recently because of work from home, sometimes you get into your cabin fever, I don't know if you've had that yourself. You kind of didn't realize, oh shoot, I just spent five days inside the house. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> That's a scary thought sometimes, but it happens. But I, I see it as a positive and a negative. Negative is being, I need to get out of the house. Positive is clearly I was making a massive, a lot of progress and I couldn't lose the momentum and I stuck with it. And I got a massive results in that week in any case. So, and then the next week I would decide, let's turn it down a bit let's go do a few, few fun things let's go do this or do that to relax a bit more so uh, yeah but it does allow me to do well, my wife and I luckily to do a few more things uh, normal, normal so uh, yeah yeah I agree and I think like you said it's important if you are working from home or remotely kind of uh, break that monotony down if you're working in your home office if you can go to a coffee shop 
or go somewhere outdoors or kind of just uh, break that routine up to add something to it and kind of, you know, get out of a funk if you do get into it. Yeah, we have a rule. We try and do at least three times a week. We try and get to a coffee shop or something just to kind of get out of the house. Uh, even if it's like two, three hours, you're getting out, you know, maybe speaking to somebody else for, for a chance, something like that. And uh, yeah, I've also got a set rule for, for also taking a bit of a break through the day and also uh, exercising a lot. So otherwise uh, your, your brain is going to get clogged so heavily. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, eventually you'll get burnt out if yeah. uh, you don't add that exercise component. If you don't eat somewhat healthy, like you can work, you know, 20 hours. You, you're not going to get to a point if, if you're not adding those components to that kind of daily lifestyle. I try and get the balance. It's really difficult. It's not that easy because uh, the, the health side of the wealth relationship. So if you think about the wealth, yeah, that's the business. That's usually where you get caught up a lot and you kind of uh, skimp on the rest just because yeah, we are, as again, we're entrepreneurs, we like the chase, I want to chase well, the, just the progress we make. One thing I say, I think if I'm standing still, uh, I'm actually not making progress. So you constantly want to make progress. But I think into the health side of things, which I'm trying to implement this year, much better. Uh, because we work from home, there's no excuse to actually not eat healthy, but it's difficult. Uh, the goal is to kind of turn a little bit vegetarian this year. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, so far, so good. And then uh, relationship wise, that's the biggest thing we're also a really big component because without your wife your partner or your girlfriend standing next to you it's really difficult i've had a few conversations with well, a few guests in my podcast also and big thing also relationship if you don't have your partner invested with you it's already adding another barrier for you to get over we it's yeah i've just found it really big bringing your partner into it that's a fun thing like you know my wife is also working from home which is giving her also the online space better yeah, but more easier to ease into so uh, yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's important or having some kind of support system because if you are working remotely if you're traveling if you're kind of a, a digital nomad which is popular you know nowadays if you're doing it alone it, it gets somewhat lonely so you need someone to talk to or share what's going on in your mind and what you're going through and if not eventually i mean you may get burnt out you may get depressed and you know, it's not going to lead to productivity personally or professionally. Yeah, definitely. No, um, we we try and talk not too much shop uh, whenever we're in a restaurant. But any, anyway, outside of that, if you're driving a car, we'll talk about a shop and uh, just kind of vent about what happened today with this client and what happened to her client. And just kind of just get out of your head a bit because most, not, not, a lot of people maybe think because you're working from home, uh, well, you, you're constantly in each, in each other's space. But actually, like, my wife and I, we've got our own office, separate space. Um, and yeah, you don't, almost like the lunchtime, you see, look at, uh, get each other, or um, see each other at the, at the water cooler, basically, kind of thing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's actually quite well. It's worked out so far very well. We've been doing it for since 2016, right about there. So uh, yeah, it's been working well since then. So yeah, so far, so good. That's awesome. So what's one weakness you've seen in yourself in the past that you've turned around and now utilizes the strength? Uh, I think inconsistency was uh, was one of my problems, I think, because especially when you're starting out, I think you want to get results uh, quickly because you want to get that feeling of and in the beginning, I think a lot of people measure that in financial terms because you can make you can measure that when you're starting out measuring your progress in, in basically setting it out as, uh, as an amount. Um, but, but later on that shifts basically as I said with our clients and stuff you, it shifts to more having an impact with your clients instead of just focusing on the money because funny enough the money just comes if you're really in the right space and you're doing it for the right reasons the money will follow 
it's, it's a difficult thing to say in the beginning it's horrible to start off sometimes with that mindset because you're thinking oh but i need the cash i need the cash and you kind of get desperate and i think i had inconsistency of what i exactly wanted and how i'm going to get it for clients um but that that helped well that changed as our clients got the results and we saw what they what what we're doing for them and what we're helping them so you've got more consistency more processes in place because that's a big thing also getting processes in place for what for your clients um that was a big thing we also saw as soon as you can get them processes sorted you can get it yourself sorted at the same time um so inconsistency i think we worked on really well uh well, we worked on hard get that going uh getting consistent results not just peaks here and there and a funnel working here that's getting actually consistent results for myself and the clients so uh, then and also a bit of a scarcity mindset as i said when you're starting out you you really want to make some cash and your mind is just i want to make cash i want to make cash and you get this this scarcity thing of i'm not going to spend cash on a coach i'm not going to spend cash on this because i'll just want to accumulate 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 and get my and basically get results and whatever pull from or get more money um so that's where scarcity came in for me i had a very limited belief about how money works and that immediately changed me as soon as i had a, i have a mentor now at the moment i've had him for a few years now has been really helped helping me just get over those hurdles of how i should see that how money should work and how i should see money and as i said how it, if you start looking for it it's most likely not going to find it because you're looking so hard for it and actually and the desperation people can actually smell that desperation on you at the same time because uh, even though they can't see you or see what you're doing it comes through in your funnels the stuff you say and the stuff you do it comes through there and yeah shifting that mindset and that belief on how you see just overall uh, the scarcity mindset of not doing not sharing content not going out there and helping people not doing stuff for free a bit more uh, yeah don't overstrain yourself doing stuff for free that's not advised because you're going to burn out as we said but just being open to contribute contributing more because you'll be amazed how much come back to you actually how much come back to you so that mentality i had to work on really hard in the beginning uh that's a few years back luckily so uh but now i've shifted that mindset more of an abundant side of it and a producer mindset of still just consumption the whole time so uh yeah those are the two ones i can point out to myself immediately almost so uh, yeah yeah i think it's important like you said in consistency you have to develop patterns to succeed so if you want to scale anything you need to develop a process and continually follow that process and if it starts not working refine it and pivot and then like the money thing it's easier said than done like you said in the beginning because you need you have bills to pay you want to scale but if you do you know do the right things you're passionate about what you do you keep learning you add value to a community you demonstrate your expertise eventually you know down the line that will come yeah it comes it comes it, it takes a while and some people get it uh, within a short amount of time when i'm saying short amount i don't speak about a day or two it comes over time Uh, it takes and some people might maybe sometimes what you're doing is not working so maybe sh- shift your what you're doing maybe or try a few things um that's usually what with funnels people do i think or is that usually when think people try and sell through a funnel or sell funnel it because the or the products are selling and they think oh people just don't like it that's most likely your message or your offer that's not speaking to people so shift your message shift your shift your your sales message and see what is people reacting to you what is people actually um what makes people shift their mindset to you or shift their attention to you so that kind of thing so yeah i've just found that it's really very really important just to start it yeah i agree so what's one piece of advice you have for the audience personal or professional 
Uh, well, personal, I would say set your goals. Definitely, uh, everybody speaks about goals. I know it's 2020 now, everybody's going to set goals. I would say do bite-sized goals for yourself. Don't go look at your your, your 32,000 view of where you want to be and let that be like a, a goalpost for you in the distance. But remember that to get there, you need to take, take step one, step two, step three before you get there. So start small, start small with your steps, very small, I think. And then at the same time, look at who's, who's doing it out there already. So don't just go and floppy around and try to feel, feel oh, uh, don't, well, don't be scammy. <laughs> it's very difficult these days to not be scammy. And I know some people, they've been taught by a lot of gurus out there and automatically they're scammy, but they don't even know they're doing that. And it's a very hard thing to say and a very difficult thing to say, but it is out there in the output all day. But do your research and get a get a coach, get a mentor, or if you're running your, your business, like uh, online business, um, see what, what I usually also say, is, or see what you're doing in a business. Maybe that's going to be a better idea to explain it. See what you're doing in a business and line it out for yourself. Line out what you're doing in your business, every single thing you're doing. Then think about, is there a process to that thing that you're doing? Is there a process or a system behind it? And you can say, okay, so what is the process I usually do? Map it out for each and every single one of it and think about which are the things that you don't like doing and see how you can outsource that. Now, it might be painful in the beginning to put the cash out of it, but immediately what it does is it frees up your time to focus on the stuff you do like and you know you can grow your business with. So that's usually what I try and work with. Initially, when we start working with clients, is to talk about that in a professional basis. I can give advice on that to kind of see what's your vision then going back at what you're currently doing, mapping it all out, and then looking at what you're doing, what you can outsource or get to an agency or get a VA into your business, you kind of take that off your plate. Because most likely what's happening is you're doing a lot of the stuff you're not liking to do. And at the same time, then what happens is when you get to the stuff you like doing, you're burned out because of the stuff you've just done and you don't like it. And it's just, it strains you. And I know in the beginning when you're starting out, it's very difficult to get all the stuff in place, but uh, it takes time and, uh, patience but as soon as you can try doing that get the load off you and that seems uh so uh yeah yeah hopefully that uh, gives them some advice there <laughs> yeah i agree i think at some point if you're a you know a solopreneur or you have a small team getting things off your plate as fast as possible allows you to grow and focus on the things you love doing like you said yeah it's very difficult to, to do that uh we just uh we, we've got a client that we, we've, we've been working with now for a few months now and the big thing for her was when initially started working with her, she's been doing everything. And she's doing 100K of sales a month and upwards. Which is amazing how she got there on her own. But she's a machine, but she's burned out. Like she is burned out. And she's got anxiety problems because if something breaks, she's the only one that used to fix it. So she has to run everything. And we came in now and we put a lot of systems in place for her. We put a bit of the funnels, we did the whole business structures, what she's doing in the funnels, what she's selling things looking at how she's doing uh, promotions, everything like that, running her campaigns. And what it allowed her to do, she actually went on a cruise just after that because she needed a break. And what it allowed her business was still running. And her business was still doing sales. But she, okay, she, this is maybe not the best example, she's doing a very good sales and everything. But what it taught us is basically she really had a difficulty pricing over the pattern basically, or what you want to call it anyways, keep over control of some of her services. Because if you, she's been doing it for such, such a long time, it was very difficult for her but as soon as she saw the bit of freedom she got and allowed her to be more creative about the products she create creative about what she's doing and what she wants to do that actually now in turn now is getting her more money now to do more sales and more stuff 
just because of she cannot go back and build relationships with people where we're focusing on the automation of side of things and just making sure that everything is running and sales are happening. That's the important thing for her. So, but yeah, it just came back to the whole thing of the anxiety of getting out of control. It's difficult. Not, it's not easy. I myself, I'm a control freak in that sense, so it gets difficult. But people are, do make mistakes whenever you train them. It's going to happen. If they make mistakes, it's difficult. And it happens uh, more often than you think. And the only thing is being very uh, transparent with your, your IP employees or people you employ or your agencies you work with or the VAs you have. Being very transparent in the sense of being, if they make a mistake, they should immediately come back to, come to you and say it. Don't be that guy that if somebody makes a mistake, you break them down to the point where if they make a mistake, they're going to try and hide it. That's going to hurt your business so, so much more. We saw this so many times where we had VAs doing things and they tried to hide it because they were so afraid of making a mistake and losing their job. Where if they actually just came out immediately, showed us the mistake, we could have fixed it and it would have been a long line of mistakes could have been stopped. So yeah, maybe I'm getting up, getting off tangent there, but uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> so yeah. No, I definitely agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? All right. Um, thanks, man, for that, actually. Um, my surname is going to be very difficult to pronounce or get it right. So I would say if you want to, you can go check out my podcast. I've got two, funny enough. Uh, we've got one, the Virtual Marketer, launching pretty soon. And we've also got the Sales Funnel Society. So Sales Funnel Society is a bit more uh, focused on sales funnels. Uh, so what is the industry doing at the moment, uh, all our clients we're working with, what's working, what's not, not working for them, and all the tips and strategies you can use in your business. And the virtual marketer is a bit more broad, speaking about, as we're doing now, a bit of lifestyle. Uh, it's focusing on health, health and relationships in the broader terms of how you keep yourself well. As a virtual marketer, I just keep in contact with people, how you build your business at the same time, and, and also keep healthy. So uh, yeah, and then it can, if they want to, they can go to my Facebook group, which is called the Funnel Society. Uh, they can check that out uh, on Facebook, or they can go to consultfunnel.com. Also, we also we're happy to chat anytime. You can reach out. We're happy to have a conversation with anybody if you need advice. So uh, yeah, awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Awesome, man. Thanks, Roman. Really appreciate it. Thanks, man. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.